0: Welcome to the Talk With Tori Podcast. I'm your host, Tori Jones, and I'm so glad that you're here. It's time to have some fun. On each episode, I will chat with a friend and we will share random life topics, tips and tricks, fun stories, and more serious stories filled with some real talk to make you laugh, maybe cry, make you think, but most of all, bring a smile to your face. We all have a story to share, so I hope you enjoyed this one. So grab your favorite Starbucks, a glass of wine, water. I don't care. You do you, girl, because it's time to peel back the layers and add a little spice to it. All right. Hey Jen. We're live talk hey. with Tori. I'm super excited to get to chat with y'all. Y'all, Jen is so cute, so sweet, little heart of gold. And we're oh, so sweet. She has the <laughs> sweetest story that she wants to be able to share with all the listeners to encourage y'all. So I'm really excited. Let me tell you how I know, Jen. A lot of our guests on here, I feel like y'all are going to be like, there's so many sorority consultants. And the reason is because we all come from very different walks of life, but all are used to openly sharing and encouraging others. So I feel like that's why I've had so many sorority consultants. But y'all, Jen was a sorority consultant before me. I know y'all heard KJ on the podcast. Um, so, you know, you, you know, that we're not in the same class, but it's all kind of like a family where, you know, everybody and they all, you know, they all have a passion. We're all from different parts of the country and we all have a very different story. So that's how I knew Jen. And when I was a sorority consultant, she lived in Memphis. And so she'll kind of share with that a little bit about y'all, but she is so sweet. So cute. I won't tell all of her bio. I'm going to let her share it with y'all. We're so glad to have you on the show. And so um, if you'll just tell everyone a little bit about you, your background, maybe a little bit how you grew up, a fun story or something, anything you kind of want, think the listeners should know about you.
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be a part of this podcast. And uh, I think you described the the consultant sisterhood very well. It's like we all have this connection, even if we didn't travel at the same time. And so, yeah, so I'm Jen Brunson Um, I grew up, I think we're gonna have a lot of connections that we may not even know about here, Tori. So I grew up in Alabama, very small town, um, graduated with like 45 students and public school. So uh, very, very small town, very sheltered world. Um, And I grew up a huge Mississippi State fan, which is funny. And you can totally relate to this. I know being in Alabama, everyone would say, um, okay, where do you want to go to college? And I'd say Mississippi State. And they go, why not Alabama or Auburn?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, So my dad um, signed with Auburn. Yeah. And when he was uh, playing football, you know, in high school, but he ended up blowing out his uh, knee. And so he didn't get to go there and then like took a year to recover and Mississippi State ended up signing him on there for him um, after he rehabbed. So he played football at Mississippi State.
0: Oh my gosh. So you could have been an Auburn girl. If, if, oh yeah. Oh, he so like. Different direction. That's awesome.
1: Studied Auburn. I mean, like followed Auburn. And that was like, you know, he loved it. And then he switched to Mississippi State. So now that's, you know. the dogs. Yeah. So I definitely went, that's right, go Bulldogs. So I definitely um, had my sights set. That was the only school I applied to. That's where I wanted to go. But I also wanted to be a meteorologist at the time. And so, you know, growing up with James Spann, who's still uh, doing the weather in Alabama. So I went to Mississippi State. I got a degree in broadcast meteorology. And, um, but at the end, you know, had a wonderful Capitol experience. I knew no one uh, going to Mississippi State. And so Delta really became my family away from home. I loved it so much. Got involved in Panhellenic, in like dance squad, Diamond Girls, all the things. I loved all the different student affairs Mm. activities. And so by the end of school, I thought, okay, I really like this more than meteorology. Mm. So I'll travel for a year and do like this immersive you know, Kappa Delta consultant experience. And by the end of that, I should know if this is a field I want to go into. So ended up loving, absolutely loving traveling and went back and got my master's in counseling higher ed. So that led me to Memphis because I got a job at Kappa Delta headquarters, yeah. um, which was amazing. Awesome. And
0: what did you do at KD?
1: Okay. So at the time we had a staff member that was over member education.
0: Oh my gosh, how fun.
1: Yeah, so there's a council position for member ed. And so they decided to bring in-house one position to support all of the member education pieces. So yeah, so I did that job, Um, loved it. Ended up though, working for the foundation because an opening Came up there, and that's how I got into fundraising. And eventually, I was um, a baby cuddler at Lebonner Children's Hospital as a volunteer physician. So I would go in and like just hold the babies if parents needed a break.
0: How fun!
1: Oh my gosh, it was the best volunteer physician. Um, And I thought, wow, I want to raise money for this, you know. So I ended up uh, going to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and fundraising there. Um, kind of had boomerang back and forth between Capitol Delta and St. Jude um, in my different jobs. But Memphis became home for, I guess, about 10 years. Met my husband there, had my kids there. Um, and then in, gosh, March, we moved to Texas. Oh, my
0: gosh. Yeah. And that's really where your story begins. What do you think about Texas? I mean, moving into pandemics tough, right?
1: There were definitely pros and cons because so it was really, really funny. The week that we moved, we're in Memphis. The moving crew like shows up on a Monday. Well, Monday night, they're like, stay-at-home orders, you know, shutting business. So we're like, Can you finish moving us? <laughs> they're like, Well, we are, no matter what. Like, <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. So when we when we arrived to Texas, it was stay-at-home orders. So the pro was, that we got all of our boxes unpacked because we were here, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it definitely has been challenging and meeting people and connecting. And there's so much fun stuff to do in Dallas. you yeah. can't do it all right now. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that's been tough. But um, the really, the fun fact that I think it's hilarious, I like to tell everyone is that since we moved, because it was stay-at-home weekend, my we moved from my husband's job, and they've been working from home, so literally he has never driven to the office ever, ever, not one time. Y'all
0: could have stayed in Memphis, technically. Yes,
1: my parents tell me that all the time because they're closer to Memphis. You know, they're like, "So you didn't have to move?" I'm like, well, we did, but
0: oh my gosh, isn't that crazy? Like, that's everyone I know that's taken a new job in a in a pandemic. Has never met their coworkers. Anything like that, and that is just hilarious. Wow, well, Dallas, there is so much to do, and I'm praying and hoping as these vaccinations keep rolling out that very soon we'll be able to be some life, which I can't wait. Well, thanks for sharing all that, Jen. So, yeah, you know, your life's changed a great deal in the last year, and you kind of started with how you moved, but will you tell us the story of? what was happening before this and kind of how God was preparing you for everything that was to come.
1: For sure. So yeah, it's been a really, um, it's an interesting story and it's definitely helped me grow spiritually so much. So we really, after I started having my girls, so when Baylor was born, she's six years old. Soon after that, I was just like, I I want more time with her. I want More flexibility. I really want to own my own time. And so we started exploring me opening a business. And at the time, I wanted to open uh, a home store, a home decor store. I love, love, love decorating and staging and all the things. And so Scott, my husband, and I really talked about it and kind of wrestled with it, but it just wasn't the right timing. But I went ahead and established an LLC. And so that was probably like, you know, five, four or five years ago. So then, fast forward to 2019, and I thought, okay, I really do want to do this. Now we have Baylor, who's six, and Cameron, who's uh, three, and I really want more time with them. So, uh, and I wanted to open a business, but home decor was just like really complicated. Like when you think about, like someone buys a chair, how do you get that to them? You know. (laughs) Whether you're shipping or delivering, it's just, and it takes a lot of overhead and we didn't want to put our family in that place. So we just started really praying about it. And my grandmother, who is incredible, she works at Jack's, um, which is a fast food restaurant in uh, Alabama, especially. She's a hostess there. She is so fashionable and fabulous. And so we have shopped with her our entire lives. So my grandmother, my mom, my sister, me, and now the girls, Baylor and Cam, we would all, so we would have these four generations shopping together. And I started thinking like, Oh, I love this. I've been trained for this my whole life. (laughs) So, and, but we would go into like a boutique and we couldn't all find something, you know, we're all different sizes, all different styles. And I thought, I really want to open a boutique. So we started praying about it. And I say it was a miracle because Scott got on the same page too, because he is (laughs) so, I'm the eternal optimist. He's the realist. Okay. So he talked about opening uh, a brick and mortar store because I just thought that would be the coolest. And he kept saying, I just imagine like me with the girls on Saturday and you have to be at the store. Yeah. And that's not what you want. And I'm like, you're right. That's not what I want at all. So we decided to do an online business And opened B Reese Boutique, which is named after the girls. Baylor's the B. Cameron is Cameron Reese. I love it. Yeah, so we named it after them. And um, yeah, so I thought I left my job. Thought this whole journey was about me. Had been praying about it. And lo and behold,
0: leave your job. Like, did you feel this calling to leave your
1: job at all? I did. So it was really. It was good timing with my job to leave just with everything going on there. But also I felt this very um, obvious tug on my heart from God. I kept hearing him say to me, December with the girls, December with the girls. And so I told Scott, I was like, I just want December with my girls, like doing all the Christmas things, making the cookies. Like, and that was a faster timeline than Scott and I had talked about. Yeah, we had talked about into 2020, you know, let's wait. And so he trusted me with that and, and got on board. And I also felt this really weird, um, kind of foreboding preview from God that like something big's going to happen in 2020, and I want you at home doing this boutique, which who would have ever thought it would be coronavirus? I, that,
0: <laughs> isn't that crazy how God just puts these little things in these chugs?
1: hmm. Yeah. And so it was just so interesting. And then I thought we made this leap. But then a few weeks later, Scott had a trip to Texas. He works for McKesson Pharmaceuticals, and they have a plant in Olive Branch right outside of Memphis. So he was the one and only finance guy there and their headquarters is in Dallas. So he had a trip here and he uh, interviewed for a job while he was here. And he said, they'll bring me back in a few weeks you know, or a month, if, you know, I'm a final candidate. And he's like, I don't, you know, these people are incredible here. I don't know that I'm going to make the cut. He always kind of underestimates himself. And I'm like, they're going to love you. You're wonderful. I think you're the best. So anyway, at like one o'clock that day, he texted me and said, okay, I'm doing a second round interview. I'm like, whoa, what happened to a month later? You're going to get a job offer in Dallas. So lo and behold, within like a week, he had a job offer in Dallas. So I was thinking this whole journey was about me and the boutique and God had, you know, Dallas in store for us. And really, if I had not had the boutique and been at home, like none of that, our our family life would have been so stressful because I had time while he was traveling to sell the house and pack us up. And then the girl's you know, spring break 2020, they're out of school and I'm able to be here for them and do virtual school. So it was just amazing how God really um really gifted us with what we needed at the time to be able to handle all these curveballs.
0: Mm-hmm, definitely well, you know, I love how you talked about your different career paths. So and I thank God, not I think, I know God puts these tugs on our heart. And so what would be your advice to someone who feels that tug? Like how you said you felt like, you know, you wanted to start a business. like So that was, you know, put in your mind. But then there was this December thing. And then there was this thing that something's going to happen. Um, what would you tell somebody that has this tug at their heart, but they really don't know where to start or what to do?
1: Yeah, I think one of the most important things is having a consistent quiet time. That. And that's something I've been able to do in the pandemic, like really um, have more control over my time because we weren't going into work, you know? And so I think that consistency is important because it's, it's not like quiet time. Isn't always this magical epiphany from God. To, it's just continuously spending time with him and listening. But one of the best tips that I have is asking fellow believers in your life. I love So it. I love it. I'm thinking about this. What do you think? And I just really feel like God speaks to me through those people, especially with my husband. Like, you know, he was had questions about it when we first wanted to start a business and it wasn't right. And so that was a time where I kind of had a desire, but the, the answer was no, it wasn't for right now. But then with the second time we thought about starting a business, you know, he totally got on board and I would ask friends around me and they would say, you'd be great at this. Yes, do it. And so that is really how I kind of formulated. All right, this is the right thing to do.
0: Yeah, I I love that about asking fellow believers. You know, I felt this about this podcast. It really reminded me of that story. I mean, I had this tug at my heart since I was six years old to have my own talk show. Never in a million years thought it would be a podcast, that would be stories, that would be this. And it was years and years of tugging and saying, how? No. Why? Like (laughs) People are going to think I'm a weirdo. Like what? And so, but when I started really talking to just a few trusted people, I thought, huh, there's a reason for this. I, I really love you sharing that. And quiet time is definitely something that I think sometimes we don't always prioritize. And that's really If we prioritize that, I think that's just when God just sends us these messages that we pray for. So what do you think is the hardest part about taking a leap of faith? But for you specifically, what was the hardest part of you taking this leap of faith by leaving your job, starting something new, not knowing how your business would go? And how has God blessed you, blessed your business, blessed your family?
1: Yeah, for sure. So it, um, I think it's just tough. I can be sort of a control freak. And so when you're not in, especially if you're like type A and you've been in the working world and you're driven by goals and metrics and annual reviews and all the things. And then to just be out of control is tough. And you really have to have faith because I can't make people shop be degrees. You know, I can do all the things but you have to sit back and go, okay, God. And I have a friend that took a leap as well and went into real estate. And so we are able to compare those stories because she's like, I can't make people, you know, put their houses up for sale, or buy, you have to really have so much faith. Um, But one of the biggest things that I've learned and I love about God so much is Scott and I learned a lot about obedience. So we felt this call to Dallas. I mean, Tori, we are literally like, he gets the offer. He happened to be working from home that day. We are standing at our kitchen island for like two hours going, okay, let's go. Okay, let's not go. Yeah. We should move to Dallas. We shouldn't move to Dallas. <laughs> we just I mean, you go, go take a drive, go pray for an hour, come back. I mean, we just wrestled with it. It was so hard for our families too, because we have family in Memphis and family in Alabama. So this, and especially moving our girls further away from them but we just felt like we had to out of obedience. And one of the best things out of that has been, and and this kind of goes back to how do you know that tug at your heart? God just starts opening all the doors. It becomes easy after you're obedient. And so for example, this is the craziest story. So we put our house up for sale. It is God's timing because it is right before the pandemic hits. We're able to sell our house in a great market. Um, and we had to sell it to the, the relocation company. The way the package worked is we sell it to the relocation company and they sell it to the buyer. Well, the buyer backed out and the pandemic hit, but we had already sold our house to the reload company. So we were fine and it was, we were done with it and they were, it was still on the market for months later.
0: That, but, is, that is the perfect example of God saying, you're doing what I'm asking you.
1: And then it was awesome because we came to Dallas, and that was, you know, just so out of our comfort zone. And Baylor was in pre-K, four-year-old, a four four or five-year-old kindergarten. I can't remember, but anyway, she. uh, So spring break happens. We move on spring break, and her school goes virtual, so she gets to finish her school year with all her friends on Zoom. And they are doing that too. So she didn't miss anything. Love it. It's not like they were all playing together and she was left out. We still Zoom uh, our church in Memphis Mm -hmm. every Sunday. We happen to go to Memphis to see family. And it happens to be when, you know, my kids need their shots. And we end up at their pediatrician in Memphis still taking us. I mean, God just has said like, you've been obedient. So here, this is going to be easy. Let me do this for you. So it's been awesome.
0: Well, I love all those examples. And it's just God blesses in the smallest and biggest ways. Anything from getting shots at the pediatrician, that's just the best God wink. Like mm-hmm. we're doing what we need to do. And I know about, you know, taking, I know when I moved to Auburn, I really didn't want to come <laughs> because I knew I loved Auburn from like traveling for KD, but to be honest, I kind of either just wanted to move back home and go to LSU because I had been gone or I felt like I was called to Oklahoma State, but I felt this moment, God being like, you know what, you're supposed to go there, and I was like, okay, I'm going to follow you. I don't know anyone. I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm going to come, and you know, it just, now I love it. I met my sweet, precious husband, and just, we have this wonderful life, and I just, um, I agree following an obedience and it's not always easy to follow an obedience. And I know you're probably like, I never thought I'd be in Dallas. I never thought I'd be doing this, but he has such a plan in so many ways that we don't expect. So what um, I know, one thing I think is really cool is that you are a woman owned business. You started it from scratch. You did it. And I love that women now are really, becoming entrepreneurs and doing things that they never expected to do before. And a lot of it is this tug of the heart or this desire, or they don't have any guidance. They don't know what they're doing. They're just figuring it out. So if there's somebody that wants to start a business or wants to do something new, what would be kind of your words of wisdom?
1: Yeah, well, and you're doing that too, you know, with this podcast, so figure it out. I think women inspire women and, and we see each other doing these things and go, Oh, Tori's doing a podcast. Like I can do this. I can take this leap of faith too. And so um, my words of advice really are to immerse yourself in educating yourself about your industry or about being a small business. So I started um, on my drive to work, it was an hour drive every day and I started listening to podcasts. So first I started with like the girl, wash your face, you know, like, inspirational fired up podcast and then i would hear a guest that would be which is so cool because i'm sure you're influencing people like this too that you don't even realize
0: that's how i find about out about podcasts like through people recommending different things on the episodes yeah
1: yeah so she um had a guest i think it was christy wright i highly recommend her now she has a podcast that is predominantly about faith, which is incredible. But she also started, she's a Ramsey personality, Day Ramsey, and she has a podcast called The Business Boutique, which is all really about women businesses. And uh, she has guests about marketing or, I mean, I just started listening to that all the time. And uh, that helped a lot. So I definitely recommend a lot of, you know, education. And I had um, a mentor tell me one time that if you, want to reach a goal you need to touch it every day so like if you're hiring at work you need to look at those resumes every day and so I started giving one hour every night to the boutique so I get home you know put the kids to bed get a glass of wine and just like get online and research so that was good and then the other tip I would give which is definitely out of character I think for all of us planners and goal-oriented people but you just have to try it one of the things that is scary, but also liberating about owning your own businesses, there are not layers. So like, if I wanted to do a postcard with, you know, a QR code or whatever, uh, for the boutique, I'm, I'm not routing it for approval. I don't need to ask yeah. 10 people and check with the. And so you just jump into it, just try it. And if it flops, it's not the end of the world. So you really have to start doing the work to learn. You can't really... So it's this combination of, yeah, immerse yourself in education and research. But then once you make the leap, you just got to get in there. So like get into your Shopify store or whatever and start playing with it. You, you just got to learn on the fly.
0: Okay. I, I really like that. And, you know, what's really interesting. So with my job at Auburn, I, you know, recruit for the College of Liberal Arts. We have over 40 majors. So it's a lot. And one stat in a video promo that we had from years ago, it was saying that most people have seven to 10 jobs in their lifetime. And so you never know wow. what life's going to bring you and you have to prepare for the next thing. So I think a lot of times, you know, we go to college, like you said, you thought you were going to be a meteorologist and then now you're an online boutique owner and you probably never thought that. And so I always think it's so important for people to know, like, it's okay to make an adjustment and it's okay to do yeah. something
1: Oh, absolutely. And, and my friend that went into real estate too, I think it's good to have a friend doing these leaps with, with you because it's not all rainbows and butterflies all the time. And so we call each other and, and, you know, she'll say, okay, well, I was at a party and someone asked what I did. And I felt this need to say like, oh, I used to work. And yes, because you're finding your new identity and, and you worry, like, do people know that I'm smart if I'm selling <laughs> clothes, you know, and um, and do they know that I used to have a job? And so you really have to find your identity and who you are mm-hmm. and also not feel that sometimes there's a temptation to feel guilt about you know, our, our parents' generation, grandparents, they went to one company job and they stayed there and they were loyal. And so there's a little bit of guilt about like, well, can I not decide what I want to do? Or I can't make up my mind or I keep changing things. But really, it's it's walking through those doors that God opens and not listening to all those, you know, negative thoughts. But it's good to have a friend that's going through that, too, because she can say, yeah, I felt the same way. Or I met my neighbors in Texas and I thought, do they think I'm dumb? Like, do they know I'm? Do anything during the day. <laughs>
0: you know? I um I love that talking about like owning it when people ask you what you do. Like I struggle with that sometimes. Like, okay, well, I have my skincare business and then I have my full-time job and then I have my podcast. And it's like, am I just gonna throw it out on someone? But you know, you have things you're focusing on, but I agree, just taking ownership, everybody wants the girl to be confident in who they are and nobody else cares, but you, that's, what's always so funny. Like we always think everyone's sitting there thinking about you, but they're only thinking about themselves just like we are. But I really love that. So, to, um, one thing I think is really cool is that through your boutique, you know, you are ta- when you talked about, you didn't all, you always went shopping and not everyone had stuff. And so I know confidence is a big passion of yours you have girls and you have your sweet little girls that I, I love little girls. You know that uh, I'm a girl's girl. And so tell us more about like your store specifically and maybe your mission and how that's brought confidence in other people, but maybe also how you inspire confidence in your daughter's day to day.
1: Yes. Yeah, so our b boutique is a boutique for all women. And so we really want to carry all sizes at the same price. You know, sometimes you see a a small and the same uh, outfit in a 2X and the 2X costs more. And so we really want to be for all women and to instill confidence in women. We carry clothing that is classy and makes you feel confident. And prior to coronavirus, we would have be Reese parties, which was really fun. Now we're doing some Facebook parties. But what I love about that is it's friends together. And so somebody runs in, tries something on, comes out, and everybody's like, you look so good in that. That's your color. And just really builds their confidence. And back to shopping with, with my family. So my grandmother built my confidence so much for the kids. So flashback to like, third grade, that kid, I have very curly, very coarse hair. It was Curl like frizzy mess like before we knew how to take care of curls right I know,
0: now we have so many great <laughs> hair tools
1: we had no idea we just tried to straighten it I think you know or like scrunch and so I had frizzy hair I had glasses I uh, like I think my third grade school photo I'm wearing a t-shirt that was like save the rainforest with like a tree frog on it and i was <laughs> really into that <laughs> and i have I have dark skin and my grandmother in my like probably ugly duckling stage she would compliment me so much and she would say i went to the grocery store and i ran into this person from church or you know from work and they said you have the most beautiful skin oh i wish i had skin like yours Oh, I wish I had hair, you know, that I could do all that with. And so it didn't matter, like, what ugly duckling phase I was in. I felt so confident.
0: That is, uh, I love that. I love that. I think we don't spend
1: the time to compliment enough.
0: So how have you wanted to carry that on to your girls?
1: Yes. So now, I mean, I just try to affirm them. And I say, you know, my Baylor looks nothing like me. She has blonde hair, blue eyes, fair uh-huh. complexed, you know, and I tell her all the time, like, oh my gosh, people pay for those highlights Baylor. Your hair is so beautiful. You know, you, um, be confident and they are like such spicy, like fun girls and they're super confident and, and we try to, you know, compliment effort too. So like, they may not hit the mark, but they try. So when she puts on green lipstick, we're like, ooh, girl, you work it. You know, that's <laughs> fun. Or if if they play skee-ball at the beach and throw the ball like across the room instead of at, every, we say, that was awesome. Way to yeah. go, oh, great effort. And so it sometimes it can backfire. Like we had a moment where she was like, in stores dancing and doing hair tosses, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but they we want them to be confident and they call each other bossy sometimes. And so we say, no, you're a leader. So like Cam last night was walking around saying, Baylor, I'm a leader. I'm not bossy. I'm a leader. So we just try to really pump them up, you know, and, um, and for them to pump other people up. So Baylor had a friend that was out of school for a while and came back and we said, you know, you need to be the kid that makes her feel welcome. You need to go over and, you know, take care of her. And so we just kind of try to pass that on that gift that was given to me, you know, from family and, and want that for them. And I think they are overall confident, but I do kind of, um, it's a different world for her. So I do kind of worry like social media and and all the things so I want them to have a firm identity Mm -hmm. and who they are and not compare and I've not conquered that yet but we just try to be you know aware of it and pump them up as much as we can.
0: Okay well I think that is like such great advice just talking about effort and the fun and being that welcoming child I love that and you know when I become hopefully a mom one day Mm -hmm. I will be able to to carry that on because I still remember those moments of those people in my life that just told me you did a good job or I love your personality or whatever, when you felt so insecure and you don't forget that. And um, I think that's the best
1: reminder for us to just do it to other people. Well, and you just really, you know, one thing that I think you'll appreciate Tori is like when you have, so when I had Cameron, she was my second baby. And so I felt like I knew what I was doing. And I remember being in the hospital and going to change her diaper. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous. Like she's all balled up and I don't know how to do this. And, and you know, but then my husband will look at me and say, you're so confident. I, you know, when I'm changing, I'm afraid I'm like pulling her legs too much or something. It's like, well, we're not, but you just dive in and go for it. And I think that's what's important to pass on to our kids too, is no, we are not confident. Sometimes we have no idea what we're doing, but we're here for it. We love. And so that's all that matters at the end of the day.
0: Yeah, well, I love that. And I love that you're raising sweet girls. And I just pray that this next generation with this comparison that we still raise these girls and guys just to not have that comparison and lift each other up. I know that that's just a dream of so many people. Mm -hmm. So tell us more about like the latest trends and about your store where people can find you and how we can kind of check out what y'all have going on.
1: Yeah, awesome. So it's bereeseboutique.com. B-R-E-E-S-E boutique.com. And so latest trends, I'm really digging 2021 because it's like 2020 and 2021 had a baby. So like we're not completely living in like pajamas, but they've taken all the fashion industry. I feel like has taken all the soft materials that we love and sort of morphed them into more like Zoom work call outfits. So like mm-hmm. ribbed uh, t-shirts are really in, ribbed sets that soft material um, that is really in. Also bright colors like the optimism of. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, I love a good bright color, so I'm oh, happy girl. Me
1: it. too. I have to consciously buy neutrals for the store because I will buy everything in, like, neon. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. So bright colors are in because we're excited. You know, we made it through 2020. So that's really fun. Um, you know, hopefully when people start working and traveling again, we'll see some yeah. more, like, resort wear but uh you can follow us on instagram or facebook it's at b.reestyle and so we post like how things fit or what the trends are or what we're carrying so that's when um where we get to really connect with everyone too
0: yeah I love that well y'all she is the cutest store cutest stuff and your pricing is on point I love it <laughs> and <Thank It's good. laughs> you're just so cute to work for and Y'all all know over here at Talk With Tori, we're passionate about small business and about the women doing their thing. So I love it. Well, y'all definitely check her out and we'll put it in the show notes for y'all to see what she has going on.
1: Yes. And we're going to do a coupon code. Oh. For It'll be Tori 20. Oh my. we 20% off. So
0: Okay. So do they just put that in when they check out?
1: Mm -hmm. when you check out, you just type in Tori 20, I'll take 20% off. And you're right. We really try to keep our prices. Like we want boutique clothing to be accessible for everyone. And so we have really great sales too, but this is a special one off the whole. I
0: can't wait to do my own shopping. (laughs) You have this pink sweater that I think is like so cute, but the craziest thing is, so I used to like, dressed to the nines well I like to say some people might not have liked myself I agree I
1: remember you have
0: awesome style okay well when you remember when I worked for Katie I wore all the like very fancy dresses always wore heels like over the top well now so when I got my car accident and broke my back my style kind of like got way more comfy obviously well then one day after like this is so funny after like a year you know I'd been recovering whatever my mom finally was like okay Tori have these nice clothes like it's time to step it back up again like you <laughs> got, be, and then like 2020 hit and then I got foot surgery and all these things so the thing that I like about this style now is you know it's interesting because now I have to really like mostly wear like tennis shoes or like I can't wear like the heels like I always used to you know when I worked for KD or in college or before that but now I can still wear my fancy dress and I can wear my sneakers and I look cool There you go. On your Zoom calls. (laughs) I I can look cool. So um, that's what I love is like now because I can't wear my heels anymore. I probably never will be able to, but I still look like I got it going on. Yes. I mean, yeah. Like
1: sneakers with skirts and everything and sweaters with skirts. It's It's so counterintuitive to like how we were trained to dress. Like and it's, you know, it's college and traveling, but it's fun. But it's, like, almost weird now if you don't go with the sneaker look like for a football
0: mm-hmm. game or something. Like, it's, like, so interesting because, like, before it was, like, okay, well, if you're not wearing, like, wedge booties with that skirt, you're yeah. going to look like a weirdo. Now it's, like, okay, well, you look like a weirdo if you're not wearing the sneaker. So I'm all yeah. about it. But oh, yeah. I'm hoping the sneakers stay because otherwise I'm still going to be the weirdo. Okay, well, I can't wait. Well, my favorite question. Okay that we're going to ask you. So tell us three of your favorite, your current faves, must-haves, recommendations, all the people need to know about. I mean, this can be anything, like a book, jewelry. I mean, you're a boutique owner. Tell us about the clothes, (laughs) recipe, TV show, whatever you want.
1: Awesome. So, okay. So one thing that I highly recommend is I have three friends in Memphis, and I'm here, and we're all in this text thread and doing this workout program together, which has been so amazing. It's called Tighter Together. It just um, wrapped up, but it's from Madeline Moves. She's on Instagram. Have you seen her? Yeah, she's awesome. She's very down to earth, very realistic, but she has weekly moves you can do outside of Tighter Together, but the Tighter Together was like a four-week thing that we did, but it was fun because we all picked... I mean, Madeline Moves is amazing. And the the like byproduct of that has been this text thread has been so fun for us. So we each picked like um, an emoji. So like mine's like the namaste. <laughs> one person's a superhero. One person's a bikini. So we send that emoji whenever we complete our workout for the day.
0: That's nice. That accountability.
1: It's fun. And so even after the program's done, we're still texting that. Of course, we end up talking about like a hundred other things too, but it's fine because everybody cheers each other on. And so that's been awesome. Um, Okay. So another one of my faves right now that I'm like addicted to use every day. So I'm going to go like on a makeup kind of. Yeah, tell us. So um, Lancome has this uh, mascara like primer that you put on before it's white. So like your lashes turn white before you do, but it's stills booster. Excel, it's incredible. Like it will like, I have like some Instagram envy of people that have like the fake lashes, you know, Uh but apparently they're really hard to keep up. Like you have to go in regularly. And so this is my alternative, like everyday life, real life that you can handle. So you put this on and it'll like curl your lashes up.
0: I love it. Well, I grew up on Lancome and like I would go with my mom and we would like get something and get like the free gifts and yes. it always came with the primer and so I'm gonna have to go get this primer because I remember the free primer was good so I'm gonna have to go but mm-hmm. primer mascara primer is the key underrated I love it okay I'm gonna go buy it like
1: today <laughs> it's awesome I love it uh, yeah my sister worked at Lancome for like a hot minute and I was like oh this is the best oh
0: so, gosh, all the free gifts. I uh, great free gifts
1: Yes. And then you would just trade. Like, well, who wants the remover? Who wants the eyeshadow? Great eye makeup remover too. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. So then um, let's see, third thing, okay. This is so my sister and I laugh about this because I do own a boutique, but like we we shop everywhere. I mean, you've got to, you know, you gotta mix your wardrobe, shop, all kinds of places, to support everybody. So I am on an Adidas kick and <laughs> It's like I've discovered my sporty spice style. Like I went to the mall. I've been doing this workout program. I was like, I got to find some like things that I can, I can work out and still be in it and go to the grocery store. So I went to all these stores, ended up at the Adidas factory outlet. And I was like, this, this is my place. So yes, I have the track pants. I have like the windbreaker. But the funny thing is I came home with it. <clears throat> so then Scott, who's working from home is like, I kind of want some of those track pants. <laughs> I go back, got him track pants, got the girls' track suits and their pastel like jacket, zip-up jacket with the pants with the stripe. So like Cam's running around and I mean, it's like we're all ready for soccer, but
0: oh my gosh, I, love, um, I love like the suits like that. I'm gonna have to check out Adidas too. Okay, those are really good tips. I'm like ready to go shopping. And yeah. I know we're all ready to get back in stores more, like yes. Huh, but, um, but your online boutique, I mean, what a God thing that you had an online boutique
1: in a, in a pandemic. Yes. Yes. And it's been, you know, every business has been slow during the pandemic. And for us, we've been okay because I needed to be home with the girls doing like virtual school and everything. Um, and it would be so depressing to be like putting in all the work and then not the sales. Yeah. So the timing has been really good for us. But yes, I cannot wait till we can get out, go to stores and like have parties again and yeah. see each other and shop together. That's like one of the best parts is the relationships.
0: Yes. Well, y'all check out her store and use Tory 20. I'm so excited. Yeah. Use Tory 20. And she just, you know, has a heart of gold. And I just am oh, so thank thankful you. for you sharing your story. I know this is going to help so many people feel encouraged to you know, pray to God for those tugs, but also just, um, go for it, try it, learn it, figure it out. And you can always switch it up later. And I love that you said, like our grandparents used to do things like commit 40 years. Like it is not that yeah. world anymore. And it's okay to just mm-hmm. figure it all out and switch it up. And I think that's what keeps things fresh and keeps us motivated.
1: Yeah, well, and you're living that right now with your podcast. (laughs) I know, it's been so fun. Oh, so proud of you and happy for you. And I can't wait to, I've I've started listening to all of them and I cannot wait to hear what you have coming up.
0: Oh, well, thank you. I'm really excited. And we have some great interviews coming up, obviously with you too. So thanks so much, Jen, for sharing your heart and we appreciate you. Thanks, Tori. Thank you, Bye, bye. If our episode today touched you, inspired you, or brought you some good laughs, we would be honored if you subscribed to the Talk with Tori podcast and left us a quick review. This will give others who are scrolling through the podcast apps the ability to find us. Please share this with all the people in your life so more friends can hear our stories. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope this episode brought you joy, love, and spice.